Looking to save your hard-earned cash? Fed up with the forever rising cost of everyday living and want to know ways of making the most of your money? Then this is the podcast series for you. Get expert advice from financial and consumer journalist Lindsay Cook, along with broadcaster Glenn Thompson. Welcome to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. Yes, where it is, of course, episode 56. Yes, we're into our second year. Uh, the Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast series, of course, available where you get your podcasts. Do subscribe, do tell everybody about it, because it's all about saving money, saving as much money as you possibly can. And in our series, if you look back past, uh, in our past catalogue, you'll see lots and hear lots of great ideas on saving money. Uh, today, how you can save £200 in less than an hour... Wow. Mrs. Mean is back in the studio. Mrs. Mean, you're looking excited by saving £200 in less than an hour. Is this possible? It is. It's from personal experience. (laughs) Motor insurance premiums have been going up all year. Been quite a few stories about it. But I'm coming back to the subject Mm. because we'd made no claims, had no motoring fences, nothing happened. You know, the name drivers were the same. But our insurer decided to more than double the premium for the motor renewal in September. It comes and it just says, this is your premium in smaller writing elsewhere. It says, this is what you paid last year. Don't worry, you're up for auto renewal. You don't have to do anything. Mm. Well, don't be fooled. You must do something. I'm hearing from lots of motorists and lots of them are saying the premiums have doubled. In statistics to late May, the average was up 34%. That has continued. Companies are claiming they're having to pay more for car parts and paint because there's still supply issues. But if you've got a maximum no claims bonus for nine years, why should you be punished? That's right. It doesn't make any sense. And I've, I know we've touched on this many, many times before in previous episodes of the Mrs. Mead Money Show. But, you know, loyalty doesn't seem to count for anything now. A number of years ago when I was younger, and a few years ago now when I was younger, your insurance policy would renew into the next year, your premiums will go down because you are showing loyalty to that company. But now it doesn't seem to matter. It's going the other way. It's going up and quite drastically. Yeah. And they also have data on the fact that you're a safe driver. You haven't made a claim, etc. So you are a good risk or that's how it should seem. I worked out that the new premium would cost 14 pence per mile that was allowed on the policy. And I looked up statistics. In June, the cost of petrol per mile for my car was 15 pence. So it was costing me almost as much as petrol in insurance. Obviously, we didn't stick with it. All right. So how do you fancy saving £200 in less than an hour? I thought you'd like that. Okay, let's uh, take a look at what we're going to be having a gander at today. Never auto-renew. Do shop around. Get your quote early. Cutting premiums. No claim discounts and uh, paying annually. But let's kick off, Mrs. Mean, with never auto-renew. And I always say on this podcast, put a reminder in your diary, on your calendar, 11 months from when you renew, when your renewal starts, take a look at the policies, take a look around, shop around. We'll get on that subject of shopping around very shortly. But don't set it to auto-renew because that's a, a recipe for disaster, isn't it? It is. Now, because you have legally to have car insurance, people are frightened that they might forget and therefore they say, I'll put it on auto renew, but I'll sort it out beforehand. They don't always remember. Mm. But 
the problem is that while we're told what the new premium is going to be, we don't know why the company has come up with these decisions. You know, what algorithms makes them decide that they should double our premiums? Send renewal notices. You can miss that and that can cost you dearly. But I've even come across several people who have bought a new policy which was cheaper and then forgot or didn't get round to cancelling the old one. And they've given auto renew permission. So it really is a problem. But overall, it was going to be from beginning of last year, new customers will be charged the same as existing customers. So no reason to shop around. It was supposed to be the end for comparison websites. Never has it been further from the truth. It's worth no. giving your insurer the chance to review your motor premium. But don't hold your breath. It used to be you'd ring up and say, oh, you've put my insurance up. Can you cut it back? And they say, well, I'll just check what the computer will allow me to do. And then they'll come back and say, oh, I can save you £60 or whatever. And that was enough to make most of us happy to continue with them. As I say, we did this last week. And it seems that the call centre workers are given scripts that give them no room to manoeuvre at all, whereas they used to have it before. The insurance company representative we spoke to she understood why we weren't happy with our premium more than doubling. She was quite sympathetic. And she said, it's not nothing to do with you. The increase was likely to be because the insurer had received a lot of claims for our model of car or in our area of Sussex. And each claim was costing them much more now because of paint and price of workers had increased considerably in, mm. in workshops. So she couldn't do anything about it. She said she'd go away and she'd consult the computer to see if we could save any money. Came back. Oh, she was away for probably two minutes <laughs> uh, and, and said, no, unfortunately, she couldn't. So I said, we've got five drivers on the policy and that allows our adult sons and daughter-in-law to drive on the few occasions when they need to use our car. Rarely, but it just means they're covered. So first of all, daughter-in-law hasn't driven the car at all since we bought it so we said what would it cost to cut her from the premium she went away she said nine pounds a year or put it another way really six yeah nine pounds a year we could cut it by taking her off and that would be 64 miles of insurance cost mm. we thought that wasn't worth a family ruction she may not drive it in the near next year but nine pounds so my husband, being the diplomat asked how much he would save or we could save by cutting me loose from the policy the woman came back and she said, actually, the policy would be more expensive if your wife isn't on it, really? wow. <laughs> which, caused, which caused merriment at my end, at least. I'm sure. So with no movement at all, she said, do you want to uh, renew it now? And we said, no, we're going to check the market. We um, went on to a comparison website and it was still a, a reasonable time until the policy. It was mm. about... I think 26 days till the policy was going to be renewed. And remember, the cheapest time to get quotes is 23 days ahead of the renewal date. And this comes from Money Saving Expert. They checked 70 million quotes from the four biggest comparison sites. And they found that 23 days before the policy was renewed, the average price was £1,198. If you did either renewal... £1,198 a year. If you did it 23 days before, £694. That's £500 saved by doing it in a timely fashion. Now, remember that the likes of Direct Line and NFU Mutual don't sell online at all. You have to ring them personally to get their quotes. But also, if you get a quote, if you think, oh, I'm tired of doing this research, you can't let it lie because... 
prices can change quickly. If you get a quote on a Tuesday and think, oh, Thursday, oh, I'll, I'll take that one up. That would have changed, have, yeah. It would have changed. Up. It's just like getting flight quotes. Mm. So if you get a quote that looks good, you've got to check whether it's the same spec. And with the policy that we ended up by um, doing our research, we've got extra cover. We pay less and we're getting extra cover. We now have windscreen cover. We now have courtesy car for two weeks. Oh, we have um, no extra cost for taking the car abroad. Extra little things. We wouldn't have paid extra for any of them, but that was extra cover at a lower price. So it's really worth check what you've yeah. covered for now. And really by checking, you know, the worst thing that happens, you go onto a comparison website and you find everybody else is charging the same as your current insurer or more, then you know that they're not over-egging the renewal premiums for you. You may not like mm. it, but you know I'm getting a fair deal in the market as it is at the moment. But we've got to look after ourselves because these, you know, doubling in premiums is yeah. just Absolutely outrageous. It certainly is. It's all about saving you money, and that's what the Mrs. Mean Money Show series is all about, the Mrs. Mean Money Show, of course. Uh, if you've got a suggestion, by the way, just very quickly, uh, just head over to the website, mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk. There's a contact the show button there. You can get in touch with us. And, uh, you know, if you've got an idea for the podcast in the future, do uh, let us know and get in touch. So, still to come, we are going to be looking at getting your quotes early, cutting premiums, uh, no claims discount, and the option to pay annually can actually be cheaper than paying by direct debit, can't it, Mrs. Me? But more on that in just a moment. But the importance of getting in early. Yeah, and I have discovered that not all insurers are sending out their renewals quickly enough, and that means you might find it difficult to get in early. So if you haven't had your renewal notice, call your insurer and say, I haven't had my renewal notice. Can you send it? Can you put me on email in future? Uh, and these sort of things have to be done. As you said earlier, always have a re your renewal date in your diary. Because they don't send you the renewal quote as early as they used to, I suspect it's because they're trying to reduce the time you've got to think about it. And it seems that the whole industry knows when your policy is going to be renewed and they know you're a distressed buyer, i.e. policy needs renewing on September 14th and I'm ringing on September 13th, or whether you've got four weeks and you're just idly seeing what you can get. You're up for grabs if you're idly seeing what you can get. And most people, they don't change it. They don't want to change every year. I'd been with the same insurer for about four years, but because it's so much more expensive, why would I pay that much extra? So they spread their profitability. And quite recently, Admiral, the insurance company, they reported, and they seem to be reporting for shareholders more than for customers. They said, oh, they'd lost 380,000 customers because they'd put their premiums up by 40%. And those 380,000 people went elsewhere, but it made them more profitable because the people who are keen on price, they don't really want anymore. They only want the people who don't care about the costs. So you have to watch for it. And Admiral Safe, we've put it up 40%. Most of our, I think 90% of our customers wore it. So we'll put them up some more. Now, I know that the costs of repairing cars will be higher, etc. But even so, 100% increases in premiums, 
40% increase in premiums. We need to act and make sure we do our research. Thanks for that, Mrs. Mean. All about saving money. Let's uh, try and get you £200 back in an hour by cutting your motor premiums. And of course, so we're doing this again. We've done, as Mrs. Mean said earlier, we've done this a couple of times already, but uh, a lot of folks' premiums do renew around this time of the year. So this is why we're doing this particular episode today. What about cutting those premiums? How can we get those premiums down on a monthly basis if we're paying by direct debit? Well, Mostly you should do it annually, not monthly. Mm. But one little thing you, you can do is make sure you're on the electoral roll because the likes of Aviva, Direct Line, Churchill, Privilege, Co-op, Ensley all say that as part of their ID process to stop fraud, to stop them being defrauded, they check you're on the electoral roll. So it may only make a small difference, but a lot of us cut our mileage during the pandemic and we've not really gone back up to previous levels of car use. The average UK drive per day is 20 miles and that's 617 miles per month, 7,400 a year. How many miles are you doing? You can check this by looking at your last MOT and the one before and it will show you what you're doing. My mileage is down. I'm walking more. We're taking yeah, getting healthier because of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We're taking more bus journeys, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. which we're really enjoying. Two pound to get around. What's to go wrong? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, your age makes a difference. If you're a very young driver, it costs you a lot. If you're an older driver, it can cost you a lot. You know, the mm. premiums go down, they drop until you're about 60, and then they start going up again. So watch out for that. If you had a significant birthday... Start looking for your premiums early. No claims discount. It should, over five years or so, cut your premiums by about 60%. But who knows what the premium would be without the discount? I mean, all of this is hazy, not easy to do the calculations. You can't get your calculator and say, Mm. oh, if I did this, if I did that. You have to rely on their calculations. But cutting your um, mileage is one way. Your job title, make sure it's the right job title on your um, policy because you know teachers and policemen and nursing sisters get good deals. Unemployed people are seen as a higher risk. Unemployed probably means pensioners as well because you're not in full-time employment. Mm. So you're a higher risk. Now, whether that means you're out every day driving or whether it means you are more careless, but that's what their analysis tells them. Mm. One other thing, the model of car. Insurance for electric cars is 13% more than petrol vehicles. Now, whether that will still be the case in 2030 when new petrol vehicles aren't available, I don't know. They say it's because electric cars cost more to replace mm. and than a comparable internal combustion car. I don't know. They are more expensive. And of course, you can't get very old electric cars, whereas an awful lot of people are driving old petrol cars and therefore the re- Placement cost is going to be lower. Thanks for that, Mrs. Mead. Let's uh, move on then. Uh, we mentioned it through the podcast today. Uh, paying annually then. Uh, this is very often a cheaper option than doing it by a direct debit. Yeah, it is. Cost of insurance is so high, people may be tempted to pay monthly by direct debit, but the extra you pay can be as much as 40%. So if you can't afford to pay it in full to the insurance company straight away. Most insurance companies will allow you to pay by credit card and they don't even charge you extra to do this. People may not have the ability to pay it off straight away, but making the payment in, say, three instalments rather than paying 40% to your insurance company is going to be better value. You can take out a 0% credit card 
and put your car insurance on that. Mm. You might also be able to, if you have more than one vehicle, you might be able to get cheaper insurance because of that. Most people have got household insurance. You may be able to get a cut on your motor insurance because you've got household insurance with the same company. But don't put all your eggs in one basket because then they'll think, oh, we've got a rich one here. We can, <laughs> we can do them for a lot. But you can switch at any time. I have come across so many people over the years, including one of my sons, who ended up with having their car uh, insured by two companies at the same time no. because they, they took out a new policy that was cheaper and forgot to get rid of the old one. And all he said was afterwards was, if I'd had an accident, which one would have paid for it? <laughs> wow. How long was he paying these uh, uh, two uh, different it, premiums for then? I think it was definitely one month, probably two months. Wow. But way too long. He'll never do that again. I'm sure you came down hard on him, didn't you? What on earth are you doing? Sorting exactly. that. Yeah, but yeah. you did, absolutely. Yeah. What about the type of area you live in? That's a question that a lot of folks uh, very often ask. It depends on where you live. You know, do you live on a high street? Do you live in the middle of the country? Because that can affect your insurance premiums as well, can't it? It can. And as they would say, it depends on the accident record around here. Yeah. But I was surprised to find that Greater Manchester is just about the most expensive area in the country to take out insurance. London is cheaper than you think. It's better if you can park off the street, and you may not be able to do that in London. If you have got a driveway, a garage, etc., put your car there. Yeah. It depends. Um, what about if you've got a loan or a lease on the car, Mrs Mean? Does that make any difference to the insurance? Uh, it shouldn't do. But if the if the car is stolen or written off, the finance company gets all the money. Yeah. You, you end up with nothing again. And one of the things I read quite recently, and this was after somebody had come to me and they'd had a car stolen from their driveway, and this is really organised. If you've got – I never have really good cars. Mm. If you've got a really good modern car, it's stolen – using fancy electronic equipment in the night time. And by the time you report it to the police, it's probably in a container on its way out of the country. Um, there was a story only a few days ago about two, I think one was a Lamborghini and one was a Rover. They were belonged to two footballers who lived in the same house. They were stolen and they were found within hours of them disappearing in a container going over the channel. So these things are done to order. The fancier your car is, the more likely yeah. it is to get stolen. I'm a great believer in keeping a car and getting it repaired and looked after and serviced regularly yeah. rather than buying a new car. Another question that uh, I often get asked is, uh, and that's from my son's, you know, Dad, I've just taken out an insurance deal with a broker and, you know, I want to change to a cheaper one. Will they be penalised if I cancel the insurance policy early? What will happen is there is a cancellation fee generally. It starts at about £50 and that will cover their commission mm. that the broker gets. If the commission was high, then the cancellation fee is likely to be higher. The first thing you do if you want to cancel a, a policy midway through a year is to see what the cancellation cost is. And if the cancellation charge is high, that's an indication that your broker had been getting a nice fat commission yeah. on your business. OK, uh, that's great. Thanks for that, Mrs. Min. Hope very much we've uh, helped you today save £200 or claim back £200 in an hour with your motor insurance. If there's one take away I can grab from you today, Mrs Mean, on motor insurance, what would that be? Don't take anything for granted. I have been totally surprised by this. One, that anybody had the audacity to double my premium. And then I found out how many other people have had that 
in the last year or so. And I suspect it's insurance companies making up for the losses they made during the pandemic when some of them had to pay customers back because we weren't doing the mileage. But it is worth shopping around. We do get different rates, whether we're Mm. new customers or loyal customers. It's worth shopping around. Shop around early and make sure you really do not auto-renew. If you can save £200 in an hour or so, I might have been able to save more. I didn't go for the very cheapest policy. I went for the policy that was a company that I knew of. So I felt that... You know, if we had a problem, they'd pay up. If it's a no-name policy, you can take that risk. But I didn't go for the very cheapest. And, you know, the policy offered more. So next year, it'll be in the diary. I shall check it out and I will see what they try and charge us next year. But the insurance industry isn't going to starve and we shouldn't either. Absolutely right. All right. Thanks very much for that, Mrs. Mean. Hope very much you found today's episode on saving £200 in less than an hour on your motor insurance uh, beneficial. If you did, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get your comments as well. So head over to the website, mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk. And if you've got an idea for a podcast as well that Mrs. Mean can get her teeth into and do a bit of research, on and bring it to you in the form of one of our podcast episodes, uh, do hit that uh, contact the show button on the top of the page, mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk, where you will find all the podcasts available to listen to over the last uh, year. We're into our second year now, so we've got some great feedback. And uh, we will bring you in the not-too-distant future another Mrs. Mean Q&A session, because I know you get quite a lot of questions coming through, Mrs. Mean, don't you? I do. And the thing is, they're really valuable because... I don't have the same experiences as somebody getting their first mortgage, etc. And it's little things that people say, oh, did you know? And the woman who I was speaking to last week, who was getting 0.85% on her savings when she got 70,000 with a major bank. Now, I know rates are low, but that is so, I think it's almost criminal. And if people talk to me, I can help them and I can pass that on to other people. Absolutely right. All right. So uh, do check out our back catalogue. There's a lot of stuff there. And uh, as I say, we'd love to hear from you. Contact details once again coming up in just a moment. Mrs. Mean, it's been lovely as always. uh, Stay mean, whatever you do, won't you? Absolutely. You've been listening to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. If you have a suggestion for Mrs. Mean to get her teeth into, head over to mrsmeanmoneyshow.co.uk and get in touch via the contact the show button. Join us next time and don't forget to listen to the other podcasts in this series and be sure to hit the subscribe button.